Hello and welcome to Life on Track, the podcast where we talk about the soundtracks of our lives and the stories behind them. I am your host, JB, or at Juicebox says on Instagram. I'm so glad if you're joining us again or for the first time, go ahead and give the podcast a follow and a rating if you're enjoying it. I would love that. I'm excited to get into today's guest. It is Tuck Malloy, who is a sex educator. Right before we jump in, I want to review just the song categories of how we go through the soundtracks of people's lives. We got something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue. Something old is a song that takes you back to a time in your youth, a time in your childhood or teen years. What does it transport you back to? Something new is what are you listening to now? What's inspiring you? What's bringing you peace? What's making you just dance in your chair? And something borrowed is a song or an artist that you would not know if it wasn't for someone important in your life, some influential person in your life. And then something blue is a song that helps you get through a really hard time or that you associate with a time of loss or mourning or change. Then I also give the guests a chance to pick a wild card song, a song that doesn't fit into those categories, but is something they definitely want to talk about. And I think it's time to jump into today's wild interview with Tuck Malloy, a sex educator. And before we talk about that a little bit, I think it's interesting, like when we hear sex education or like, especially in the past, we would think of that really awkward couple of days or couple of weeks in like seventh grade health class where we'd get really uncomfortable or giggly or they'd separate us by uh, assigned genders and and it just could get full of yuck and full of shame. And I think what's so awesome about the sex education movement that's happening right now and what Tuck is all about is getting rid of that shame and returning to our bodies and talking about pleasure-focused sex education that goes into relationships and kink and communication and self-love and all that stuff. And what's cool is I think that even in this interview, um, we address that shame is something that also can get associated with the music that we listen to. And how t- can we break out of that shame too and just seek pleasure in the things that we do? Uh, so yeah, I'm excited to get into my interview. Here is my interview with Tuck Malloy. I have on live from the Bay Area, right? Yes. <laughs> Uh, sex educator, sex toy expert, founder of Intrasensual Education, Tuck Malloy. That's Hi, me. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Good. It's so good to see you. I think, it's um, so you. yeah. The last time I saw you on a Zoom, I was in a class for sure. Oh, that's was so like, cute. <laughs> might have been a minute ago, but it was one of the it was one of the um the gender identity uh classes. Yeah love that that class is so fun to teach because everyone's always just like so sweet and wholesome and like feelsy and I love it yeah, <laughs> yeah. How have you been <laughs> I'm okay it's I mean yeah. yeah I'm getting through it's been wild to like over the last couple of years just to like um like for anyone listening me and Tuck know each other from the past and like kind of old pals and running in circles together but it's just been a minute since I've been in a room with you for sure. Yeah, for sure. I wish that we were in a literal room together. That'd be so nice. I think we've gone, both gone through a lot 
of change and yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so and many changes <laughs> tell me about just tell me about intro essential if you can for a minute or what it is yeah yeah so it's my business that I run by myself um which is like a whole thing and really um invigorating and fun it's kind of like feels like my personal um intellectual art project um where I just like create all of the content sex education content that I see is necessary and that people ask for um and then I offer it to the people who want it it's very like um it's very alive. Like, I feel like my business is always sort of changing depending on what people request. A lot of the time somebody will be like, I kind of need this thing. And I'll be like, yeah, I, I could do that. I'm, I'll just do it. That like, cool. Um, so that's kind of what, that's a very broad way to dis- describe it. More specifically, it's like I teach sex education classes and do one-on-one co- sex coaching with folks. Um, but it's one thing I found that's, kind of been attention for me is that uh like I have a lot of interests I'm I really I like a lot of different things I'm interested in a lot of different things so it's always been hard for me to sort of find like a niche and so I feel like in my business that comes up a lot too because I'm like wow I'm like doing like gender identity stuff and like non-monogamy and like you know more like traditional sex ed where it's like let's learn about the body and stuff like that we're like helping people just yeah explore sexual shame or like genital shame or all the things so there's just yeah. a lot I love and on the site it says the practice of returning to our bodies yeah and I think that's just a really yeah it's great like that phrase itself is grounding and I think like what I've seen from you and like the education you do it's like yeah it's grounding it doesn't feel overwhelming and it feels mm-hmm. approachable and yeah that's definitely the goal I feel like if if like somebody comes to my class and can just like have even like a moment where they're like, Oh, I have permission to just like be in this class in whatever way I need to right now, including like leaving if I need to leave or like, yeah. you know, getting feedback or like having my life changed from the class. Like just if they feel like they have permission to kind of receive whatever it is that's happening for them. I'm like, we did it. Yeah. Do you have a favorite class if you have to pick one that you've done recently even? Yeah, I mean, I do really like teaching my fisting class. I taught that one on Saturday and I've taught it several times. Part of the reason I really like it is because one, like every time I teach it, somebody from the class is like, I was able to fist someone or be fisted from this class. So I know that it's like a very effective class. And so I love that about it. Um, and so then it, I always feel excited when I'm teaching it. Cause I'm like, cause I really go into like, this is literally how you get your fist in someone's hole. Like, this is how you do it. So that's always really fun and satisfying. I feel like really disrupts a lot of sexual shame to be that blunt and clear cut about fisting with people. Cause it's a an underappreciated sex act you know? <laughs> for sure no I love I love that that I was like I hope that they say fisting is their favorite <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and I love that like yeah you kind of said it in a bit ago but like yeah you, in these classes that are like 
you know, like very kinky or BDSM or like things that, but you also get such feelsy response um, mm-hmm. from people. I think that's so interesting. It is really interesting. It's part of the reason I just applied to grad school to do a therapy program. And that's part of the reason why I felt drawn to like being like, oh, I want to explore therapeutic practices more and like incorporate that into my business because a lot of the time when I'm teaching classes or when I do one-on-one work with folks I notice the sort of like natural um sort of limitation of sex education in in just being like oh this is what we can sort of hold or like explore in terms of emotions and feelings but I'm always like wow there's a lot happening under the surface I feel like I have this intuitive awareness of like wow, my students are really going through a lot right now. Like there's really a lot coming up for them. And so I've just been feeling called to be like, wow, I would, you know, I would love to have the skills to hold space for that complexity and nuance because um, yeah, diving into any sex stuff just like can really bring up so many different things that unrelated to sex a lot of the time too. For sure. Yeah. I mean, you said a minute, a little bit ago that like, you feel like you have so many things and it feels so expansive, but like, I think what I'm hearing you say is like, it's just relational. Like everything is like, yeah. yeah. And now you're seeing more of those emotional pieces and you want to connect even deeper in that stuff. And yeah, that's so true. Yeah. All relational. Um, Do you want to go back through time with some song choices? (laughs) I would love to. so excited to share these with you and the world it's vulnerable i was like when i was yeah. i was like oh my gosh my something old song is come away with me by nora jones come away with me in the night come away with me and i will ride you Come away with me on a bus Come away where they can't tempt us with their What's that song do for you? What's it taking you to? Every time you listen to that song, I'm like, I'm eight years old. I'm in my bedroom. I'm like sitting on the floor. And it's like, I had this like blue kind of like, it kind of looked like a ladybug, but it was blue CD player. Um, And I had two CDs when I was a kid that I had gotten for my birthday when I was like probably seven. Um, and one of them was this Nora Jones CD and the other one was like a Peter Paul and Mary CD uh, <laughs> that had like, you know, Puff the Magic Dragon yeah. on it, which was one that I considered. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that song is so good. Um, exactly. <laughs> I listened to this song. I listened to this Nora Jones CD like every single day for years and I just felt I, I honestly, it's one of, I've written about it a lot in, um, like times when I teach about like pleasure, sensuality. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it was like listening to this music was one of the first times that I really was aware of like feeling pleasure from sound and really being like, like you, it, like listening to that song, there's a lot of like 
you know, there's percussion, like there's beautiful piano, like there's like her voice is so beautiful. And I remember being a kid and just being like, wow, this is really incredible that these sound that you can create these sounds. Um, so I just remember feeling really transfixed by every song on that yeah. on, on that album. And I just listened to it over and over again yeah it like even just listening to that like second again I, I just remembered how it's just so gentle um but it's but it feels like it's you're part of it <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah absolutely I think it's interesting because I feel like as I got older I had this feeling I'm curious to hear what you think about this mm-hmm. where it's like oh, like, Nora Jones isn't cool. Like, I remember being, like, like, getting older and being, like, oh, like, she's not cool. Like, I shouldn't tell people that I, like, love Nora Jones. Um, and now I feel like I'm finally at a point in my life where I'm, like, no, it's really cool to, like, just, like, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> shed the sexual cool. shame. Shed the Nora shame. Yeah. And just yeah. be who you are. No, it's yeah. I de- yeah, definitely, definitely. I think that just, like, I don't know. It's funny when I think of this song, I also think of like, this was like the first songs I would hear in Starbucks. Like when I first would step into like, back in the day, <laughs> like I think they sold the CD at Starbucks. But That's my level of basic bitch for anyone who, who's yes. but it's like, I'm like old I, Starbucks. I would get a pumpkin spice latte. I love a pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. And I think that, the, yeah, I think we can say that stuff now. <laughs> and we should. Yeah. And if anyone gives a shit about not liking Nora Jones, or liking Nora Jones, then they shouldn't be in our lives. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sucks for you. Um, I mean, I do think it's interesting. There's something so beautiful to me too about the fact that like, you know, as, as children, we don't know what the fuck is going on in the world. Like we have a very limited understanding of what's happening. So whatever we like is just, it's very, it's very pure, you know, like there's no, and like a lot of the time it's not until somebody else is like, Oh, that thing is stupid that you're like, Oh no, I feel ashamed of it. And I feel embarrassed. Um, so I, I think that's really interesting because I definitely heard Nora, Nora Jones like in a Macy's. Yeah. Um, but when I'm in, you know, when I'm in that space, I'm like, Oh yeah, it's like taking me back to my, like, it feels so like authentic and like, and like very like deep and sensual for me um you're connecting to that pure thing that yeah as a kid you weren't worried about anyone else's yeah yeah it's like it never would have occurred to me that that would have be like bad to like like a song that plays in the starbucks yeah no (laughs) it's not and i think it's beautiful like it's it was was nice to see like the title when you sent it but then like to listen to it a bit and i was like oh yeah this is actually fucking really good um all right let's fly all the way to new what is your something new what you're currently listening to yeah my something new is by her it's something keeps on pulling me back is the name of the song and i i love her so much and i feel like um she has been my most recent kind of like um just like art like artist that I love like I feel like every song that I you know sometimes you listen to like one song from her and you're like oh I love that song yeah. but it's like with her it's like every everything that she's ever made and like wow I love you let's listen to her a little bit <laughs> I know what's wrong I know what's right I see the truth but I stay blind I say I'm fine but I know there's no hope inside can't even take my own advice Even though you've been showing signs 
Maybe you go your way, so will I Now I'm sitting in a car that I won't start Maybe I got too much to say right now Like I'm paralyzed from the waist down Eyes is so hard Cause every time I try to leave, something keep pulling me back You were in it, sorry <laughs> Oh, I was like really in it <laughs> I love that, yeah. yeah, Uh, I love um, exploring right now Like just sounds, like more interesting sounds, you know Like sounds, I feel like in that song I'm like, oh yeah, there's like a lot of different kinds of sounds happening yeah the production is yeah kind of surrounding you yeah that's that's the next thing you have to teach is sensual sound like how that works that's that's super interesting to me because everything is yeah everything's sound to me like i always have to have music playing and like that's why i want to talk about these kind of things and so like yeah Yeah. what sound does for us yeah so do you like go go ahead do you have any favorite sounds? Like, are there any sounds for you that you're like, hmm, love that sound? Uh, like, I did, the one, I, the first one that came to mind is I can see my cat from beyond the screen and just, like, her purr, like, you know, because oh. it has also has that, like, feel to it, okay. the vibration or, like, that kind of thing, but, um, yeah. yeah, and I've been listening. It's interesting. Oh, God. I don't know. I've been listening to more, like, electronic music recently, um, which has been interesting to me. Uh, just a different, yeah, and it just, different sounds hit at different times in life and stuff but what were you gonna say Mm -hmm. um well I feel like that segues into what I was gonna say because I feel this way about like uh, specifically like electric music like any or like you know just music that has a lot of different like qualities Mm -hmm. to it it's always so grounding when it's like when you can like if you're at a concert or whatever and you can really like feel the sound um and it's cool that all of our like many of our senses are like not binary you know it's not a binary because there's more than one sense but all of our senses are very nuanced like we can feel we can literally feel sound yeah um you can experience sound even if you can't hear like yeah and same with you know being able to like touch or smell or taste all those things yeah so what what's when like this song uh like what is the setting that you would normally like listen to this nowadays? Um, this song, I, listening to her is very like business mode for me. It's totally like I'm working on something or like right before I teach a class, I'm trying to like get in, the, I'm trying to like get in my body, kind of like you know be feel like sort of that combination of feeling grounded and stimulated or like feeling like in your body, but also able not so deep in yourself that you can't like converse with somebody else. Um, So I feel like that's kind of where that music takes me is I get that kind of balance of, (laughs) of um, yeah, self and community. Yeah. And I feel like her is just um, all of, it's sensual and beautiful and sexy to me it's like music that I would want to have sex to yeah <laughs> I was like this is either gonna be business <laughs> or sex you got to both <laughs> same, same yeah same. that's the best kind of music when it can work for both <laughs> yeah. especially for your work because <laughs> I know every time I have sex I'm like this is this has been really good work that I did today <laughs> like I really like learned some stuff this will be this will really help next time I teach yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do you ever say that to like sexual partners do you say like 
yeah. my partners they 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 they're aware that that's happening <laughs> i feel like sometimes they kind of roll their eyes you know um <laughs> at me but like in a very loving way you know where they're like oh my gosh because i i think that it's sweet because i feel like my partner my partner who i live with right now um they are just like so my cheerleader and like so totally on my team and they really understand the way that like my business is very much an expression of who I am sure. you know like it's it, my business came from me so I feel like it's like even if I stopped doing my business like I would probably still be doing that right. when I had sex because I just find sex to be really really fascinating intellectually like it's one of my favorite things to think about and learn about. Every time I have sex with somebody new, I'm like, this is so exciting. I can't wait to find out how your body works. Yeah. What kinds of fluids do you produce? Like how does your body react to pleasure? Like what, this is incredible. I'm like, just fascinating. Yeah, it's like <laughs> science that feels really good. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Cool. Uh, well, while talking about people in our life, let's do your something borrowed. Yeah, so excited for this one. Uh, this one made me laugh. Well, I'm just going to start playing it. So, yeah. <laughs> as the reveal. And there's a girl in this harbor town, and she works laying whiskey down. They say, Brandy, fetch another round. She serves them whiskey and wine. They'll say, they'll say, Brandy, you're a fine girl. What a good wife you would be. Yeah, your eyes could steal a sailor from the sea. Brandy. All right. Brandy, you're a fine girl. Listen to us. Brandy, you're a fine girl. I love this song so much. My just dear, dear friend, Buggy, um, introduced the song to me like probably my freshman year in college and I just was like it was one of those songs that I was like well I never would I just would yeah like when you were like something that somebody else introduced you to I was like I know exactly what it is That's like cool. I never would have come across this song otherwise and I love it so much I feel like this the story I love a story song so I'll start by saying that yeah. like anytime it's a story in a song I'm like yes um and in this song, one thing that I love about it is that it's like very non-monogamous. Like the whole story is that the like Brandy is in love with the sailor who's in love with the sea and is like, I'm married to the sea. So I can't like, you're great. You're super, I, you know, really gives her like a necklace and stuff is like, you're a pal, but like the sea is my wife basically. Yeah. And that is a really good vibe um although i do feel bad for brandy i feel like she needs you know she deserves to be loved and cared for obviously um <laughs> <laughs> I really, yeah that's so sweet you're looking out for her but yeah yeah great and she's kind of i don't know if you know they've had all the conversations that they need to have at this point that we're stepping into their world but um yeah, I just, I love this song. It makes me think about my friend Buggy so much. And I feel like Buggy is one of those people who like is, um, has really incredible music taste, like really knows about so much different kinds of music. So always listening to different stuff, but has this amazing sort of well of like stuff that has been buried a little bit, you know, 
like we've moved on and it's like it's kind of we've started it's like oh yeah that is a great song right like I feel like they're always showing me some song but I'm like that's so that is a great song like that's from like the 60s but like and I and it's not a 60s I've ever listened to but it's so great right um so I love that because I just feel like that friendship for me uh my friend buggy they're just such a they always have something they're they're full of surprises you know I feel like getting to know them and like there's just there's an endless well of interesting things and, <laughs> to know about this person and that's very reflected in their music style that's cool yeah they just have yeah they've like pocketed and collected these the gems and they like can reveal them to you yeah and um you've met them from college yeah and then we lived together after college and yeah like for me this song like I feel like this is just one of those songs that like anytime I'm with Buggy or anytime I listen to it I just think of us like waking up together in our apartment making breakfast like eating cereal like watching tv and like you know talking about the night before when we were like in our 20s and like yeah but like <laughs> we were like I'm like an old man now compared to like when I was like 22 yeah. um and you know we were like doing fun things and like have going on dates and like uh, going out we'd like talk about it um and then we'd like talk about our feelings and then we'd like go grocery shopping together and it was like perfect day oh, yeah I can I, you just like laid out the montage to how what I'm gonna see now when I when I hear Brandy yes yeah all right we'll go into a little bit of harder times with um your something blue song what's your choice for that the song is called under the night and it's by bedouin let's listen to a little bit faster than the clouds on a windblown door faster than you left me alone alone and why shouldn't i because when i'm alone we're still looking at the same moon under the night. Are we two people never getting together? I will follow your roads as wide as the air, as wild as a storm. Painted blue eyes dripping wet. beautiful so what is that um yeah what is that time for you that song for me is a really really special like tether to a friend of mine who passed away like two years ago um and it was just sort of a weird coincidence where like when he when he died he died really unexpectedly like very um and like yeah just um was a huge shock to my system because I had had, like a really close friend die before um that happened um or really I mean yeah you know like my grandfather when I was like 16 but it was like oh that's that's it was just it was like traumatic um and I was just really had just come across this song and thought it was really beautiful and and then he passed away right around this time it was like my something new song at that time yeah 
it was um, what you just were listening to at that time anyway yeah exactly and but so I kept listening to it throughout that time and it was like the the lyrics of that song are so beautiful and they're kind of about like being apart but being together yeah. like there it, there's a lyric that's like um are we two people never getting together um but then it's like you're looking at the same sky the same, same roof room, yeah you're kind of on the same journey and like follow this like idea of following each other and like being together and I just find found that to be like really touching and and um and supportive like really what I needed to hear yeah um from the world that this friend of mine Alex um was gone but like just just separate like not yeah forever that we we're just in two different places and that um like just sort of this idea too that like when somebody dies they're still in they're still on the earth you know like yeah. they they don't like get shot off into space like we're yeah. still under yeah. the same roof we're still on the same earth True, yeah um and i feel like i've i've felt a lot of comfort in thinking about how like Alex was this person who I really looked up to and appreciated so much in, in music in particular as well. Um, and, uh, and so like the fact that he died before I did is sort of like, you know, I, I get to follow him mm -hmm. into that in the future and know that, um, I won't be alone mm -hmm. when my time comes, that it's like, you know, we get to be in it together and I've found that to be really calming and yeah. and, and the, way to yeah that's a beautiful way to look at yeah morning and to just you know just be like this is for now and yeah. like um but this is you know we're still connected even if it's feels yeah. different worlds or whatever and then i they actually it's interesting the first word you said like when you as you you said tethered and i think that's such an interesting word too like this song is tethered to that time and to that person and like um yeah yeah, absolutely. I feel like you can be tethered to something um, that, that you never like see again or that you never like interact with, you know, like you can still have a connection to something after it's gone. And uh, yeah, death is so hard to process. And so I feel like, you, and I think like music and poetry and art, for me, those are all ways that humans like try to sort of engage with these like ephemeral or like, just larger than our existence like larger than our comprehension yeah. kind of things that happen um because yeah there's a way that music can just be like so so big yeah. and feel so magical so i love that song though and it's it has such good country vibes yeah. and i love that it's a home place to me no, they're, they're great <laughs> i love their music and like yeah it's so interesting like um even that you said that you you were just already listening to it at the time and then and I think so often people are like they're going through a hard time or like you know it could be a breakup or it could be something exciting like a new yeah. love or something and like they're like I don't know how to find the right song for this or to comfort myself or to excite myself but like often it's stuff you're already listening to and if you just like be like why do I play this song and like yeah just dig a little deeper and like it yes. might connect to something and like, that's interesting that that yeah it was already in your life when you needed the song 
which is cool. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> funny that you mentioned it. It's definitely, I feel that this my wild card yeah. song is also sort of my like something new song that I feel like I have a similar relationship to where I was like, why do I keep like the song has been stuck in my head for like days <laughs> and I like listened to it and I was like really like sat with it and I was like, wow, this like <laughs> felt really <laughs> felt really important that I listened to this all the way. It was just very significant yeah um, let's tune into a, a moment of yeah tell us what your wild card is it's a great wild card <laughs> my wild card is it's all coming back to me now by Celine beautiful let's see it I finished crying in the instant that you left and I can't remember where or when or how and I banished every <laughs> I was realizing it's gonna take like four minutes to get into the crescendo. <laughs> the song is like ten minutes long. Um, yeah, one thing that I love about it is that the intro is so long, and I just have this image of like Celine Dion slash any like diva persona, like any diva version of yourself, yeah. your most extra, like most kind of absurd, um, like Chrissy bitch kind of energy, <laughs> uh, like entering a huge stadium you know with like thousands of people yeah um that's really the vibe that i get when i listen to that song she's like really slowly enters and yeah. it's just like the really 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 long intro <laughs> um it's like just such a ridiculous song the lyrics don't make any sense like i was listening to it and i was like what is happening like the basically what she's saying is like she had this whole relationship and then as soon as they walked out the door she like forgot everything that ever happened with it. <laughs> and then then I guess she sees them again and then she's like, holy shit, I like blocked out that whole relationship. <laughs> I love this interpretation. <laughs> and that is my experience of going to therapy is that I'm like, holy shit, I blocked out that wow it's all coming back to me like doing all this work on myself and I'm like whoa damn there's a lot to unpack here um so that's kind of why that song speaks to me right now but but then it's like in this very so it's like this deep childhood trauma that I'm processing but like wrapped up in like the most flamboyantly gay package that you could possibly imagine is how I would describe my life right now <laughs> yeah it makes total sense yeah the, 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 that that feels that's funny yeah I love that interpretation of that you think that she's entirely forgotten this person existed <laughs> but yet this touch reminds me oh yes this person yeah um I had this other theory too I've listened to this song this was actually, I think I'm pretty sure it was either this or Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton, but one of the two was my most listened to song on Spotify this past year, oh, wow. um, which uh, I feel like says says it all. 
Um, Especially that it's like a seven and a half minute song. It's so true. <laughs> um, one of my theories is that this is actually a song about Celine Dion processing uh, getting abducted by aliens. Um, that she got abducted and they wiped her memory. And then later on in life, she was like, holy shit. And there was like, there was a lot of like, you know, alien probing that was like really nice for her when she was on the alien spaceship. Um, Cause there's that one, <laughs> she's like, there were nights of endless pleasure. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you got, you got abducted by aliens. Then they probed you with nights of endless pleasure. And then they wiped your memory and sent you back to earth. And then. Uh, and, and it kind of connected to the flashes of light, which never made sense to me. Exactly. But why, you know, why is there flashes? No, why? Right. That wouldn't make sense in a just normal relationship. <laughs> but it does make sense if she was getting abducted. abducted yeah. Aliens. And the aliens were better at being pleasure focused than like humans naturally are from our. Yeah. Like the aliens were like, in my fantasy, they're like testing, you know, her, this whole fantasy that she's like in a alien sex community uh it would be nice if they stopped wiping her memories (laughs) right and so then she like then she comes back on the earth she hasn't remembered it but remembered it but then maybe like one of the aliens comes down or or they decide to give her memory her memory back to her um little do they know that they abducted celine dion um ballad queen who was of course going to write a song about it and and now we all have that just little window um very x-files energy (laughs) you've reinvented this song for me reunited my (laughs) passion for it and my one of my other favorite parts is it's it's already like over seven minutes but then it's still the last line is she says and if we it has this like open (laughs) it's still open-ended of like oh my god it's extra yeah Yeah, I love that about it I also there's just like a lot of really interesting stuff to unpack in here because then if you think about I I don't know how deep you want to get into this but um you know Celine Dion was sort of like has this interesting history of she was like a like a child prodigy or something wasn't she like a she was like a I forget if she played an instrument but she was like and then there was this like um a manager that she had when she was like 12 who it seems like kind of groomed her yeah. over her life and then they got married at some point um so whenever i was listening to that song i was like oh i wonder if there's like some of i wonder if she's processing her childhood trauma too where she kind of like talks about the complexities of that and i was like that's just a fascinating the the complexities of being like she's she's like you know you would hurt me but then I would hurt you um and I was like oh, I wonder if she actually was hurting him or if that was just what she was like gaslit I don't know I had wow. like a whole I went on a whole <laughs> fucking journey of like what could we extrapolate about Celine Dion's life yeah. this almost as you were unlocking your own things in therapy yeah as I was like yeah I was like what are the dynamics of like a toxic relationship abusive relationship how that impacts that we feel guilty for it or like yeah no i i think i think it's interesting because i've talked to a couple people now now on this on this and like i think the the end message is always like i'm glad that i'm in therapy i'm glad the person i'm talking to is in therapy (laughs) and if anyone's listening and being like it's therapy for me 
Yes, it, it is. is. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Um, but that's good. Yeah. The takeaway from most things. I'm glad I'm in therapy. I'm glad you're in therapy. Yeah. <laughs> And I think, yeah, music just brings up so much. And I think that, yeah, I'm glad that I'm not worried about anyone at the end. <laughs> so now you're, yeah. you're, you're taking care of it. You're working. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's, um, so that we did the songs. Um, this was wonderful. What, what do you, what's the call to action for people to like connect with you or um, get classes or what? Yeah. My shameless self-promotion. Um <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, my website is, well, I have two websites. One is just intrasensual.com. That one's really easy to find and you can like connect to other websites um, where you can like buy recorded classes that I've already created and are like, really accessible. Um, or you can also do one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching with me, which um, is one of my favorite things to do because I love working. I love having a one-on-one. Yeah, direct. Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, and then, I don't know, you know, there's just a lot of, I feel like I'm always doing some other kind of hustle. Like I recently started this um, ass appreciation club on Patreon. Because yeah. one thing I realized is that on Instagram, you know, I'm like, I definitely am like, yeah, like sexual liberation, like let's express ourselves and like, whatever ways we want and I was kind of feeling like there was I was feeling sexualized on my Instagram sort of like in a way that I hadn't fully agreed to and consented to yeah. and it's like oh I'm just gonna like channel this so if people come across my Instagram and they're like I want to sexualize this person and I'm like great you can just <laughs> pay me <laughs> great there's a way that you can you can do that when I'm very willing <laughs> to do that yeah yeah, exactly. But if you want to receive sex education and more kind of be focused on your own sexual experience and like your own desires, um, then then you should follow me on Instagram and be my student and, yeah. and we can do all of that exploration. So that's really that's funny. Yeah, because it's does the Patreon connect to the education element or is it mostly just ask content? It's just ask content. <laughs> like <laughs> gotta give the people what they want I was like I don't have any problem with this like I've done online sex work many times in my life um so I'm like I don't have a problem that's why I sort of realized right. I was like I don't have a problem with people sexualizing me um I have a problem with people sexualizing me with outside of the boundaries of when I want to be sexualized yeah. so I was like yeah this is fine if y'all want to you that's know if that's where you're at yeah. you're like that's the main thing that you feel like you're drawn to about me and my work is like that you're attracted to me that I'm like then you know just pay for that exchange and we can like create it in a mutually beneficial way that's cool. um, if you if you feel like you're gonna get something else out of following me or engaging with my work uh aside from just sexual gratification yeah. then like here's the other side yeah <laughs> <laughs> have you seen anyone who's doing both lanes i have yeah cool. there are people who are really and it's just really i feel so much appreciation and respect for people who have decided to sign up for my ass appreciation club because i'm like hey look at you good job identifying that this is what you want yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> like, you know like and it's and it is a, it's interesting how it's so much less common for somebody to choose a consensual route of, right. um, of like objectification 
for just like sexual desire versus um a non-consensual route of like you know just kind of being on instagram and like you know thinking the thoughts or like having the experience of of being like oh i'm sexualizing this person but then being like oh but i don't want to i don't want to just like pay five dollars a month to like yeah do it in the way that they've asked me to um because contrary to popular belief being a hot in public does not warrant being sexualized yeah. without consent. I remember it was, it was a, yeah, like an, a sex worker who like posted like a really great thirst trap at some point, like during pandemic, like dark times of being very alone. And I remember it was like, you know, I did the thing where you just send like a fire emoji. And I remember yeah. they responded and just with their Venmo tag. Yes. And, and, and then it like taught me and I was like, fuck yeah, yeah that, you know that's that's it and so like now if i ever like see something and I'm like i like i want to send a fire emoji i'll be like fire emoji venmo question mark <laughs> because yes, yes. it's like yeah that you know this is let's yeah. let's make this like a, a consensual thing so yeah uh, great and then it's like i feel like sometimes people when they hear that they're like what are you talking about like what about like people that i know or whatever i'm like it's totally different yeah. if you have like if you have a relationship with somebody, if you're friends with them, like if you created some sort of dynamic where that's right, like determined, then like fire emoji all day long, right. you know, <laughs> you can put fire emojis on my hot pics anytime. You I want appreciate to it. Because <laughs> we know each other. <laughs> we do. And likewise. But, but now I'm interested in the ass club. So we'll see what I can do. <laughs> <Get on. laughs> Thank you so much for doing this. This was great. It's so lovely. I loved listening to my songs. I know. I- <laughs> I'm going to go probably listen to the rest of, for sure, less of the Celine Dion song. Cause- <laughs> Definitely. Everyone should listen to that whole song today. With, new, with new understanding <laughs> and theories. Too. Really, let me know if you have any more thoughts. I'm very open to it. <laughs> Huge thanks again to Tuck Malloy for being my guest. Make sure you are following them on Instagram at intra underscore sensual uh you can also look in the episode notes to find that and yeah they have some amazing stuff coming up they recently just did anal play class a strap-on class a sensation play class you know what valentine's day is around the corner uh see what you can get or just join the ass club you can also follow me at juicebox says on instagram or the podcast at life on track podcast on instagram Yeah, follow the podcast if you're listening to it on whatever platform and rate it if that's an option too. And then, yeah, come talk to me on my Instagram or the podcast Instagram. Tell me your choices. Tell me your theories about alien abduction and Celine Dion. Also, big thanks to Deaf Dog who provides our theme song. I'm going to close out with a little bit of that. And I hope to see you all, or at least you hear me, (laughs) next time on Life on Track. Have an amazing day. I love you. 